How's it going? How's it going? Put Pesach out. All right, Larry, you're a Jew again. Welcome back. I made a crazy risk to gamble. It's about to pay off. So I want the Celtics to cover. I want the Celtics halftime. I want Garnett points and rebounds. What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree, Gary. You're taking my money all over town, placing bets. I'm having very serious second thoughts. Are you serious right now? I know I fucked up. Howard, where's the money right now? Howard, got my money? Howard! Is it too late? I'm done. That means nothing. It meant nothing. Please. Give me another shot. You like to win, right? This is no different than that. Black Jewel power, nigga. This is my fucking way. You think I'm stupid, Howard? You and your whole fucking family. I heard you resurface your fucking swimming pool. I you know how that makes me feel? Never resurface you think your life is more anything. I don't know who said that. I told you about how things were going to go. You like the way things are going now? That's my family! Get the kids out of the house! You having a good time? Yes. This is me. This is how I win. JJ, it's game night. You should be stretching out. What is he, a coach? Nah, he's just a fucking crazy-ass Jew. Ba, 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 ba. This is your seven. That's right, your seven. This is your seven of movie mom. For 30 days, I'll watch 30 movies and do 30 podcasts. And this is day five. Seatbelt on, safety first, safety first. All right, we are off. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to day five of movie month. Day five of movie month. Oh, there's a car coming. Good thing I looked both ways. That car is racing down that road. I'm backing out of my driveway and I almost. Uh, I just um, avoided catastrophe, I believe is the right way to describe it. All right, so day five 
the first Friday, and uh, it's June, um, obviously, because it's movie month, but that also means that um, I have a lot of use it or lose it vacation days, so that's why um, pretty much for the next, well, next week too, I, last week I had a four-day weekend, the day before I had a week before I had a four-day weekend, uh, this week I have a four-day weekend, next week I have a four-day weekend, and then I'm on like a long vacation, I think the following week. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. What it, what it means is that Friday mornings I can wake up, have a nice cup of coffee, have some breakfast, and sit down and watch a nice movie. And today I said, you know what? Adam Sandler makes all these Netflix movies. I should watch an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. That'll be fun, right? Ooh, what's this one here? This one looks like a fun one called Uncut Gems. And then I watched it. Okay, I'm kidding. I knew this wasn't, you know, I tell people, oh, I watched that Adam Sandler movie. But it's not an Adam Sandler movie. I was telling my wife. It's not an Adam Sandler movie. It's a movie with Adam Sandler in it. There's a distinction. Uh, you know, this isn't the, the happy Madison Adam Sandler um, we're seeing with all his usual uh, gang of people and, and, you know, type of humor. This is proof that, um, well, there's already been proof that Adam Sandler can act his ass off. Um, I've seen in different things. I've, I never saw like Spanglish, but I did see, um, what is it, the Mank Mankowitz stories? Or, I don't know. It's another Netflix movie. Um, but this isn't a Netflix movie. This has just happened to be on Netflix. This was an actual movie released in, in the theater, directed by two brothers named the Southie Brothers, I believe. And uh, this was just a good old-fashioned kind of drama slash what, no, I wouldn't say thriller, basically just a, a drama, a stressful drama, I'll call it that. That's the best way I'm going to describe it. A stressful drama with a guy who, um, the main actor, he wasn't even, was he really the anti-hero? Sometimes there's the, what is it, the anti-hero that you know they're bad, but you're rooting for them anyway. And I have to tell you, I don't even know if I was rooting for, for this guy. Um, uh, Howard... Oh my god, there's a balloon in the road. I'm going to run over a balloon. Oh, it's alive. The balloon's alive. It survived. It's behind me and it's floating. It's in the middle of the road. Very, very, um, very it-like, except it's a silver star. It just broke off a mailbox and I get distracted easily. And I'm driving and podcasting, so this really is a bad mix. Okay, so this is a guy who, um, the movie is called Uncut Gems. What does that mean? Well, I knew it had something to do with the gem district and the diamond district of New York. So this guy, um, Adam Sandler, plays a guy who has his own little jewelry shop. And apparently, even these little jewelry shops uh, do well because he has a nice car, he has a nice home, and he even has a, um, a, a nice apartment that he could um, put his girlfriend in. Yes, yes, he's got his wife and kids in his home and his girlfriend in his house, in his apartment. Um, and, but he looks, like, he, he looks like a guy who could or should be, be well off and happy and have it all but he's not one of those guys he's a guy who's always looking for the next thing always looking for the better thing always looking for um you know i can do this but i can do more i can take this he's always looking to take advantages of opportunities uh at his own for his own benefit to try to try to hit that score that one big one maybe and then on to the next one um because you think he hit something and then he goes on to the next one uh, and it kept, until he finally catches up with him. You think, okay, this guy, how long can this guy live like this? Well, 
I'm spoiler alert. If you've seen the movie, you know the answer. I'm going to start talking about this movie. So if you haven't seen it, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know how long the guy can go on doing like this. The length of the movie. Um, which I did not see coming. You know, it's, you think about it, you're like, why, what, what is going to be the, the, the final outcome of this, you know, the, the final moments of the movie? And you're thinking, how can they possibly... Oh, they can't. Uh, so, really, the movie's about this guy, Howard, and I can't think of his last name. Um, he runs his own little diamond shop, as I said, his little jewelry shop. Uh, and it actually opens with... Um, completely in Ethiopia, in a in like an Ethiopian mine, which I had no idea what was going on. I, I was like, "What is this? What is this?" Uh, you know, they show a, a bunch of mining miners working, and some guy breaks his leg, and they rush him out. And while all this commotion's going on, and you wanted to, and then I wondered to myself later, was this all part of something? Did this guy break his leg on purpose, or did they these two guys break his leg? These two guys look at each other like this is our chance. While everyone's outside, they rush back into the mine and break off this rock, this uncut gem, you might say. And then we kind of do this weird thing where we go into the gem. We go into the gem like we zoom into it and zoom into it so much that it's like you can see. It's almost like seeing the universe. And it felt very sci-fi. And I thought, am I missing something? This is the right movie, right? Um, so they zoom all the way into this gem and then they zoom out. When they slowly zoom out, you realize you are looking up Adam Sandler's asshole uh, as he is getting a um, colonoscopy. Uh, and, he, you know, because apparently that's a way of kind of showing a guy's age without telling you a guy's age. You know, you, could, you can kind of tell how old the guy is anyway. But as you could see, when a guy's getting a colonoscopy, you could say, OK, this guy's in his 50s, you know, Um that you could kind of guess this is where he is in his life. Uh, and he goes, after that, he's kind of a mover and a shaker. He thinks he's a mover and a shaker. He's got, um, he's got friends that, that you know, we, um, he's got people he works with. He takes advantage of the people he works with. So he's got, um, oh, my God, what's the guy's name? He's from Atlanta, Layfield something. I think he was in Get Out, too. Um, you know, good actor. Like, um, I like him and everything I've seen. He kind of works with them. Uh, and he brings people into his, into the shop to try to buy things. He, and, and that's how he, he gets commissioned. So he, he has like connections with, uh, hip hop guys and connections with, uh, with, with, with basketball players and athletes. And, um, it's, uh, sorry, I'm driving. I'm trying not to crash at the same time. That's how this guy kind of makes his money. He's like, he's kind of a broker for Adam Sandler, who is, it's weird. It's just weird. Like, do I have to explain everything that's going on in this movie? I, I don't know. Like, Adam Sandler is a guy who has money, does seem, seemingly does well for himself in this little business. One of the girls that works for him uh, is his girlfriend, and he goes to this ho- this this um, this apartment, and she's there, and he's like, "Oh, you're not even coming to work today." And like, "Come on, snuggle." And then you're like, "Oh, okay, that's his girlfriend." And then later he goes home, and he's got his kids, and he's got his wife, and you're like, "Oh, I see. This guy is a piece of crap." Okay, and that's really what he is. When it comes down to it, he's a piece of shit. And excuse my language, he will he will use anybody, and um, and just for that next score, his girlfriend he'll put her in danger, no problem. His his wife and kids. 
guess what? Danger shows up at the school. He doesn't care. Um, his own father-in-law, you know what? Just just uh, do this for me. Do this for me. Do this for me. Everything's do this, do this, do this. And, you know, it backfires. So he gets this. This um, he's Okay, so he's got a couple things going on. He gets uh, the girlfriend there. He's also putting all these bets down with his bookie, who's played by um, Mike Francesa, the, like, the famous sports radio doofus. Um, he plays a bookie in this. I'm sure there's a lot of faces that I didn't recognize. Um, and, you know, he's, he's always about putting money down, putting money down, putting money down. But he, and then he owns, owes money, owes money to these guys. So you see these heavies show up at his store. And they're like, you got to, you know, um, uh, I'll get him his money. I'll get him his money. This guy, Arnold, keeps talking about Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. Um, you know, I'll get him the money. I'll get him the money. Then that his buddy uh, that works for him brings KG, Kevin Garnett, into the store because uh, he says he's got some good stuff. That's when this rock from Ethiopia shows up and um, uh, they give it to KG. KG, well, they show it to KG. And KG's all in so much he wants to buy it. Howard in in Howard uh, Adam Sandler's like, no, no, it's going to go to auction. It's going to go to auction. It's going to be worth over a million dollars. You know, um, he's like, well, let me borrow it. Let me borrow it. He goes, okay, let me take your ring as collateral. He takes his he takes his 2008 NBA championship that he won with the Celtics ring in collateral, um, and then he. Um, He's like, okay, you can take the ring, you can take the rock and borrow it, which is like this guy worked, you know, did this work to get this thing. And the first thing he does is give it to KG, but he sees that as opportunity. He sees it as, well, I, you know, if I can get KG involved in this, it'll help. He gets KG posing with him in the store for Instagram. That helps him. And then he takes the Celtics ring. He's like, thanks. Brings it to a pawn shop and pawns it. The first thing he, he takes his collateral. The first thing he does is sell is pawn off the ring to get more money to make more bets um, and later on KG's like I want my ring he's like oh, I forgot it at home I forgot it at home and he knows it's BS um, and he's like look look he goes let me just buy it I have money let me just buy it he goes no um, you know because KG thinks this is like his good luck charm now this is all going on during the 2012 playoffs where the Celtics made the Eastern Conference Finals uh, They this kind of takes place during the Philadelphia um series, which I was like, well, wait a minute, 2012, they did win the series, right? I, I had to remember. Uh, I, I remember it's the year they, they lost to the Heat in the Eastern Finals. Um, good job, good effort, that series. Car's loud. I apologize. Hopefully I'm, I'm not... Um, hopefully I can filter some of this, this sound out later. So, he's, you know, while this is going on, he goes to... Um, a kid, his kid's recital. You know, he's got his kids, but he doesn't keep... He kind of goes home, sees his wife, played by Adina Menzel, um, and she's like... She's done with him. And they kind of talk, can we talk? Are we still doing this? We're not doing this till after the holidays. And you know what they're talking about. They're talking about divorce. They never say the word divorce once, but you know that's what they're talking about, which I kind of love. It wasn't... I love when you, you're like, oh, they must be doing this. Oh, this must be what it is. When it's not explicitly like, we had, you know, 15 good years of marriage together. Why would you want a divorce? Talk to my lawyer. All these things that obviously, you know, maybe people say, I don't know. But you're you're getting a glimpse of people who have had this conversation over and over and over again. So they don't have to say divorce because that's not what they would say to each other, obviously. Um, so credit to the to the screenwriters for that one, which I assume are the Softy brothers as well. Um so, you know, he's, oh, he goes, at one point he goes out to uh, a club 
and he with his friend and he sees the weekend he's like where's the rock he's supposed to have it he's like no kg still has it and he sees the weekend the the you know the hip-hop i don't know what you call i he's a rapper i guess but i i know him as a singer more right I don't know. He's a musical artist. And, um, but this is 2012. So is he just becoming known in 2012? I don't know. And, you know, I know he's had some crazy hair. Is that his, did they, is that the hair he still has? Like, I know he's been known for having like a cool, wild, weird hairdo. Um, that was a little different, like it's stuck up in different areas. And I'm wondering, is this how he looked when the filming happened or did they do something to make him look like 2012 and then i think they made him also look like he was kind of getting with um so this credit to the weekend for 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 playing himself i think trying to hook up with adam sandler's girlfriend and maybe doing drugs with her in the part in the in the uh in the uh bathroom so credit to him for not you know saying i, I don't want to do that it'll make me look bad um, so he, Adam Sandler and him kind of get in a fight and it's, it was just, it was interesting. Um, geez, then it's, it kind of just, things just happen. So Adam Sandler, then he has to go to his, his, um, kids recital, uh, cause he's still trying to be the dad, but all he's worrying about is getting the rock, getting the rock back, getting the rock back from KG. And, um, but he made this big bet with Francesa that's going to hit and he's going to make a, a bunch of money back so he can finally pay off this bad guy, Arnold, who sent uh, goons to uh, his store. And guess what? Now they sent him to his school. So he, he's at the school. He looks back. At, he's at the school for the recital. He looks back and he sees um, these two guys. And he's like, what the hell? He goes outside, bites one of them as they try to rough him up. He runs off. And then we see another car pull up with two other guys. And they grab him, they throw him in the car, and this is um, uh, Bogosian. Oh my God, um, um, Adam? No, my God, I can't. Why can't I remember Peter? Peter Bogosian? I don't know. Whatever. Um, he's he's a um, actor. I think he's directed, but you know, fairly well known actor. Um, Eric Eric Bogosian. Eric Bogosian. Right. Yeah. Anyway, he's obviously the. They find out he's this guy Arnold. He's the one who he owes the money to, and they like they they rough him up. They drive him around. They threaten him. Then they strip off all his clothes and throw him in his own trunk, where he has to call his wife to get out and pick him up and open the trunk and get him out. And she doesn't. She just looks at him and just walks away. Uh, then later on, they're at a um, a uh, is it Passover? I don't know. It seems about that. Maybe it's around that time. I'm not sure, um, but there's, it's some Jewish holiday, and we look. And Judd Hirsch is there. And Judd, he said uh, something about I got to do something for my father-in-law. So Judd Hirsch isn't his father. It's Adina Menzel's father. Okay. And then we look across the table, and it's Eric Bogosian, the same guy who roughed him up. He's there too. And you're like, wait a second. At first, I thought, oh my God, they're brothers. And then later on, he's having a, a Adam Sandler is having a conversation with Eric Bogot, with uh, Judd Hirsch, and he's like, "Oh, easy for you to say. He didn't marry your daughter, so uh, he didn't marry your daughter." Um, so it turns out, this is my belief, is that Eric Bogosian and Adam Sandler are married to sisters, and the 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 dad is Judd Hirsch, right? Okay, that's right. And they're watching basketball and talking about the Celtics and KG. And I'm going to let these two people cross. Three people cross. Four people cross. I'm going to let them cross. Everyone crossing. Okay. I'm now in the city of Haverhill, which is... It's, I'm in the downtown area. It's, a, it's not a big city. 
I mean, you know, as far as like downtown city. Oh, but it has a pothole, and I just drove through it. So I'm just trying to gauge. I cut through this air, this part here to get to the park I want to go to. Uh, this park's probably the furthest away I drive to go to a park, but it gives me time to talk. So um, he owns he. So Eric Bogosian, how oh, he sees Eric at the birthday, at the party, and he gets in his face. He's like, "Not so tough without your friends here, are you? Are you?" And you could see that. Eric Bogosian wasn't all that. Arnold, the character, wasn't all that tough. He kind of was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so the big thing is that he, you know, he goes to the auction. He's having this rock for the auction. He wants it. He thinks it's appraised to at least 250000 to, to He thinks it's worth over a million. He looks and it gets appraised at like one hundred twenty-five to possibly 200000 He gets all pissed off. So then he um, he finds uh, Judd Hirsch is there because they want to see the, this happen. They're very happy for him. And they, they I think it's um, his brother-in-law. He wants to meet uh, KG. And he's like, listen, listen, they, they, they screwed me with the appraisal. I need you to bid. I need you to bid against people. I need you to raise the bid. And John Hirsch is like, oh, okay, fine. He didn't really want to do it. He, raised, he starts bidding against KG, who's there, and he wins. KG stops bidding. And Judd Hirsch wins at one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and then he basically the money goes to Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler has to give him back the money plus the 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 um, the, the money all the that that the auction company takes out for their commission. So Adam Sandler gets stuck again, and he's then he sees Eric Bogosian and the rough guys again. They beat him up a little bit, rough him up, make him feel like crap. Um, Meanwhile, Adam Sandler, you know, thinks his basically he thinks his girlfriend is a. They get in a big fight because of the whole thing with the weekend. Uh, they think they're broken up, and then he's like trying to get back with his wife. He's like, you know, we could do it. We could do it, you know. Uh, and she just looked at him. He goes, when I look at you, I laugh. I don't even think about it. I don't even want to look at your face. And she just laughs. And I, I love that. She was just like so disgusted by him. Um, but you know, but but it's like they they're coming home from that that party. And he goes, I need to stop at the hotel for something, at the apartment. Oh, we're going to go to Dad's apartment. Um, in, for some reason, Dad has an apartment in the city. They don't really explain why to the kids. But the kid goes up and he's like, listen, I need you to use, um, I need you to, he goes, I got to go to the bathroom. So Adam Sandler's like, well, listen, the the Howard, whatever his name is, is like, um, the pipes are busted in my place. So I got to let you use my neighbor. You ever see good times? This is the dad. And John Amos playing John Amos for whatever reason lives in this apartment in New York. And, um, and he, you know, he answers the door. He goes, can my kid use your bathroom? My, my, my pipes are busted. He goes, no, he can't. And he, and he leaves. Cause that's rude. So for no reason whatsoever, they had John Amos in there just for a second, playing himself, not letting Adam Sandler into the, uh, to use his bathroom, his kid to use the bathroom, which I just loved. I thought that was such a weird little, like, just nugget that they threw in there. And then they let another, there's another apartment that the guy lets the kid in to use the bathroom. That's when he goes to his apartment because he thinks the girl might be in there. She's not. She said she's moved out. She's moved on. So um, they don't even, you know, they just, um, she just left a note and that was it. And then he picks up his kid and they go back in the elevator and the kid's like, who's the, who's the hot chick in your apartment? He's like, what? He goes, the guy that let me use the bathroom said, there's a hot chick in the, that you, that lives in your apartment. Who is it, mom? Who is it? He goes, don't talk about it. No talk about it. Never, never mention this. There's nobody. So the kid even, you know, the kid sits in the back seat, sees his dad get in, sees his, you know, his mother's just sitting there basically like, uh, just get me through this rest of this, this part of my life. And, um, the, you could just see the kid was a little like, uh, 
And after all this, they go home, and she's like, "Take the take the take the uh, recycling out." He takes the recycling out, and then it cuts to the next day when we get to the auction, where I told you about everything that happened with the auction. He's like, "Listen, I got the rock," but after the auction. He gets the rock back from Judd Hirsch because he has to pay Judd Hirsch back all this money. Sees Eric Bogosian and the goons again. They, he's like, "Look, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get KG to pay for it. I'm gonna get it. We're gonna get your money." And he, they beat him up. He goes to the office, and um, then I forget what happens, but I don't know if it's ex- that exact moment. But they're like, "KG is here. He wants to buy the rock." Oh, he keeps calling. And he finally gets um, an appointment with KG to show up to actually buy the rock. Um, and KG shows up with $165,000 in a bag. And it says, I already gave your friend his commission. I want the rock. He buys the rock. And uh, he's got the money. Now, he leaves at the same time the goons show up. Um, and you think, okay, with Eric Pagosian, pay the money? He told them, look, he's coming to my, my place right now. Pay the money and you're done. It's over. He can pay him back. Life goes on. He sees the money, and the first thing he does is he locks the door. He while they're outside, the bad guys are outside. The bad guys, the goons are outside waiting in the parking lot. He locks the door of his place, and then he's um, or he locks himself in and, and calls out to his girlfriend, and he goes, she goes, go next door, and stick your head out the window, and she's like, I have to, but say you're going to the bathroom. So she's like, I'm going to the bathroom. You guys, and so she goes off to the bathroom, goes to the apartment next door. I mean, goes to the shop next door. Sticks her head out the window. He gives her the bag with explicit instructions on how to place, how to bet all this money on the Celtics. She, so, oh, he was with um, KG at the time. He's like, um, KG, you know, because KG had this conversation. It was actually uh, really cool because he's like. You know, how much did you even buy this for? 100000 He goes, and you're doubling your money. He goes, I thought it was worth a million. He goes, yeah, and you gave the Ethiopians $100,000. He's like, look it. He goes, if, when you try to win, do you want to win by one point or 30 points? Do you want to crush the, op- the, the opponent? You want to you win? Because I don't play sports. This is my sport. This is what I do. This is how I win. And he sees it as more, 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 more. So then he takes the bag. Instead of just giving it to the bad guys or the, the criminals or the whatever, the, the, the bookies, the, the loan sharks, whatever Eric Bogosian is, instead of um, giving this money to him and being done and moving on, he takes the money and throws it, you know, gives it to the girl out the window with explicit instructions on how to bet it against everything on the Celtics, all this crazy bet that would make him over a million dollars. And... Um, it would be a, uh, like, was it 26-point parlay? I don't know. How, like, 26 things had to happen in this game for him to win this bet. And um, he put it all on this because the guy can't sit still. It's like that, I guess, was that like a gambling addiction? He, You know, for his own good, he has to find the next best thing. And the, he's like, there'll be a helicopter waiting for you and at this place, you know, because he does have money. It's not like he's completely poor. Um he goes out to the shop, and they're waiting in the little little glass area, uh, and because you know, there's like a safe, there's like a door to get in, and then a safety door to get into the place. Uh, and he goes, um, "Listen, I don't have your money. I don't have your money. Like, what are you talking about?" And um, oh, they're in the place. He goes, "I don't have your money. I don't have your money. I placed a bet." Because what are you talking about? We didn't see anybody. Where, where's the money? They look around. They don't find the money. Um, they go to leave. And um, he locks them in to that kind of space. The the two main thugs and Eric Bogosian locks them in. And he's like, listen, um, he goes, this is going to work. This is going to work. This is going to work. They send a couple guys after her to Mohegan Sun. But she gets there in a helicopter. 
places this crazy bet, sees this high roller guy, which I'm fairly familiar as a real person. Like, I've seen this guy. He looks like a weirdo. He's got a weird tan, weird white hair, and big choppers. And, like, looks like a guy who has a lot of money. He flew in the helicopter with her. Um, he was, like, kept saying, I want to I want to spend time with you. I want to spend time with you. She ends up making this bet, sees the bad guys, hides with this crazy kooky guy. Okay, okay, we're almost going to get out. We're, we're here at the park. I'm just waiting now to finish up. So, anyway, the, the game goes on, and everything that possibly happens, to, to ha- that needs to happen, happens. The Celtics win, which is the only thing I cared about. Uh, and... Basically, Adam Sandler wins this entire bet. The girl hides upstairs with this with this kooky guy while this bet is going on, and they realize that if this guy has so much money, this doesn't mean anything to him. He realizes that um, that um, that he's you know hanging out with this girl. The girl realizes that the bad guys are down there and she's hiding, so she sends him down to cash out the money. Now, when I first saw that, I thought, "Oh my god, he killed her and took the money." Um, this is this is crazy, but no, no, he's just there to help her. Gives her all the money, a million, over a million dollars in a bag. She puts her in a limousine, sends her on her way. Meanwhile, Anderson's like, "We did it, we did it!" And Eric Picone's like, "I can't believe it, you pulled it off." They open the door, the glass, the, the door, they let him out. He goes, "I'm sorry, I had to do that, but they did it." The guy, one of the bad guys, goes, pulls up, takes his gun out, shoots Adam Sandler right in the head, kills him. Boom! I was like, "What?" It reminded me of, like, uh, The Departed when all of a sudden uh, Leo was killed. Just out of nowhere, Adam Sandler, dead. The movie keeps going, but I'm like, wait, what? I rewound it and watched it again. I'm like, what? Eric Pagosian is like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? They go, shut the F up. And then he starts, he tries to leave. They take Eric Pagosian, boom, shoot him in the head. So they work with this guy, but they don't care. Then they ransack the place, rob everything. Um, It cuts to uh, the the. Adam Sandler's family, you know, the kids are cheering at the basketball game. Um, uh, Adina Mazel's talking about, oh, my God, I found him in the trunk. He was naked. This is just crazy. And um, and the girl, the girlfriend has this million dollars. Um, maybe she gets to keep it. I don't know. But the um, but then Adam Sandler is dead. And while these guys are robbing the place, it zooms in on him, zooms in on him, zooms in on the bullet hole in his face. And as it zooms in, it kind of brings you back to that sci-fi weird, like, Almost looks like you're going through the universe uh, that we saw at the beginning when they went through the uh, the black opal, the uncut gem, uh, and that's it. That is uncut gems. And wow, it takes me 27 minutes to drive to the park here. That's crazy. Um, so I'm watching this, going, I don't. Do I like this? I think I like this. I don't know if I like this. Oh, geez, I don't know. Um, you know, do I? Do, and it what. What I realized was it's a really good movie, and I was just uncomfortable most of the time. Just Adam Sandler made me uncomfortable because he was just making wrong choice after wrong choice. If he just made a few different choices, things would have been different for him, but the guy couldn't do it. He couldn't help himself. And when it ended, like when the, the violence happened and the movie ended, I was like, oh, my God, this was awesome. And I realized Adam Sandler was robbed, not even being nominated. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix was going to win the Oscar. But to not even be nominated uh, in a role, in this role, I thought was dumb. Because at first I thought, what is he doing? He's doing this voice. uh, And then it just kind of like you realize you fall into it and um, it just worked. And he was just a slime ball who you kind of, you, you you weren't even really rooting for. You were just watching make bad decision after bad decision going, what are you doing? 
Uh, and that was Uncut Gems, I think. Um, I was KG, you know, Doc Rivers, I think, is listed in the cast because he did one little voiceover. Um, it was a little weird, like KG's looking at the rock at halftime, like, I gotta, this rock's gotta, gonna, okay, okay, we're almost done. Uh, looking at this rock, this rock's gonna change the world. This rock is a super rock. And then at the end of the game, he's like, I think. I think the interview wasn't re... I don't know if the interview was redone or if this was an actual interview for ESPN. But he's like, it's just me and the rock. Now, that's him talking about the basketball. That's a term they use. The basketball is the rock. Pass the rock. But in this instinct, it kind of worked where he's like, it's just me and the rock. And what he's talking about is the rock, which um, it's funny. If you don't know the rock is called the basketball, if you don't know these in- how he talked in these interviews, you might think, what? Did he just say the rock? What the hell is this? But it, it fits. I don't know. It worked. Um, good movie. Really good movie. Really great performances. That um, And just really depressing. Okay, not as depressed as my puppy is. She really wants to go for a walk now. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for a walk. Really enjoyed Uncut Gems. Um on Netflix, so if you have Netflix, you can go watch it right now. Uh, if you're looking for fun, happy, joyous, uh, kind of a lighthearted movie, you will not get that with this. Okay, my friends? Now, the car's running because I keep the AC going, but I'm done. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, so much for subscribing. Day five, the first Monday through Friday of this year's movie month is in the books. The weekend's coming. It's the freaking weekend, and I'm about to have me some fun. I probably shouldn't quote R. Kelly. That doesn't seem appropriate as he is, I guess you would say, not the best uh, role model to be quoting. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com. We have Fans Not Experts on Facebook too, but really all I do is post links to this, uh, to the podcast. There's not much else going on there. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, so much for subscribing. And until tomorrow, oh, guess what? I don't know if you listened all the way to the end of yesterday's episode, but the end of yesterday's episode, I said I have a, um, I, Oh, shit. I think there's a tick on my dog. Um, at the end of yesterday's episode, I said I have a... Um, shit. Uh, I had to build a bike. I didn't build a bike. I'm going to build it today. But right now, I've got to take this tick off my dog and walk her at the park. All right, here's my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time and I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fans not experts.